Discovery. Ten minutes later, I left as someone else. The problem remains, where to go? I tried the left bank. The properties there were out of my league, deep-roomed apartments overlooking the river. With regret, I rejected them all. But boredom appalls me. I need scope for my abilities. Adventure, a challenge, a change, a life. And that's what fate delivered to me, this windy late October morning in Montmartre, as I glanced into a shop window and saw the neat little sign taped to the door, Fermé, pour cause de décès. Montmartre is the last village in Paris, they say, and this part of the Butte is almost a parody of rural France, with its cafés and creperies, all very consciously picturesque. It's a perfect setting for Zosie de l'Alba. And I found myself there almost by chance, stopped in a square behind the Sacré-Cœur. The name of the square was Place des Faux-Monnayeurs, a café-bar called Le Petit Pinson, a creperie, a couple of shops. Nothing more, not even a tree. For some reason, this shop caught my eye. The sign above the door was blank, the blind half-drawn, a bundle of wind chimes hung above the door. Why did it draw me? I couldn't say. And yet something there caught my interest. Perhaps the letters, poking out from the post-box like a sly tongue. Perhaps the fugitive scent of nutmeg and vanilla that filtered from beneath the door. Or perhaps the notice with its unspoken, tantalising potential, closed due to bereavement. I went for a closer look. The shop was a chocolaterie, the tiny display window crammed with boxes and tins. Behind them, in the semi-darkness, I could see trays and pyramids of chocolates under glass cloche. The square was deserted but for a couple of artists with easels under their arms, on their way to the Place du Tetre. One of them caught my eye. Hello, it's you! The hunting call of the portrait artist. I know it well. That look of pleased recognition implying that he's found his muse. No, it's not, I told him dryly. Find someone else to immortalise. He pulled a face, then slouched off to rejoin his friend. The chocolaterie was all mine. I glanced at the letters poking from the letterbox. No one was watching. With a swift movement, I pocketed them. The autumn wind was gusting hard, dancing the dust around the square. The sky was a brittle eggshell colour, marked with a complex pattern of vapour trails, like mystic symbols on the blue. Among them I saw the ear of maize, the sign of the flayed one. I smiled. Could it be a coincidence? Death and a gift, all in one day? Once, when I was very young, my mother took me to Mexico City to see the Aztec ruins and to celebrate the Day of the Dead. I loved the drama of it all, the flowers and the pan de muerto, and the singing and the sugar skulls. But my favourite was the piñata, a painted papier-mâché animal figure, hung all over with firecrackers 
and filled with sweets, coins, and small, wrapped presents. You hang up the piñata over a doorway and then throw sticks and stones at it until it splits open, releasing the presents inside. Death and a gift, all in one. It couldn't be a coincidence. This day, this shop, this sign in the sky, it was as if Mictekajagwat herself had put them in my path, my very own piñata. I turned away and found someone watching me, a girl, aged eleven or twelve, in a bright red coat. For a moment, I wondered if she'd seen me take the letters. Impossible to know how long she'd been standing there, so I just gave her my most appealing smile and pushed the letters deeper into my coat pocket.